Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. How is everyone doing this week? This week is crazy for me. Next Monday is dissertation due day, can you believe it? Oh my gosh, it's crazy. And on Monday I also have a presentation to do, so I am very busy. But of course, of course, of course, I have found time for the podcast. Always, I will always find time for the podcast. I really hope everyone has had a really nice week. It's going to be, it's been a bit of a chill day for me today, actually. Been a bit of a slow start. It's 12 o'clock and I'm recording the podcast. That is not normal. I'm usually way done before lunchtime. So, but yeah, it's been nice. Been a nice chill morning. I think I've needed it because this dissertation, I mean, I'm really doing okay with it, but you know, it's just a big thing. I've been working on it for such a long time, so it feels like a massive thing coming to an end, which I think is actually going to be quite sad. But anyway, I'm not going to talk too much about my dissertation. I know I always talk about it. So today what I'm going to be talking about is smartwatches, and I've never talked about this before, and I'm not actually sure why, because smartwatches are a super interesting topic, and I think I had an idea to talk about it, or someone gave me an idea to talk about it right at the start of making the podcast. So, yeah, it's super interesting. I mean, we're arguing today whether or not smartwatches are useful or toxic, and this is so interesting. You guys probably know where I roughly stand on it, but I think it's a really interesting debate, and I think that it has a lot of different arguments for and against, and I'm not really strongly one or the other. So it'd be really good to know what you guys think about smartwatches and how you feel about it. Do you have one? Do you not? Um, if you're probably listening to this, you probably have a smartwatch because there's so many people that do nowadays. and There's so many people that have Apple watches because I think they're normal watches as well as fitness ones. But I'm not sure about that. I've never had an Apple watch. But um, I think there is lots of... There's lots of different ones out there. If you're not really sure what smartwatch is, it's a... You, you definitely know, but just to make sure that everyone were on the same page, it's mainly like a fitness tracking type watch that's Bluetooth, and it has lots of things like you can monitor your heart rate, calories, sleep, exercise, stress, steps, and honestly, so much that you can track from your wrist. And it works through mainly heart rate. I'm pretty sure there's so many different types. There's a lot more that are more advanced than others. There's some that only track your steps and your um, calories are some that track everything and, and anything but they range from a lot of money as well they probably range from like 40 pound to thousands <laughs> you know it's crazy it's a crazy thing and it seems to be that everyone has a smartwatch these days and it took me a long time actually to get one and I do have a smartwatch and you guys probably already know that if you follow me on Instagram you've probably seen it um, I, I used to, I've had a few different ones. I now have a Garmin uh, smartwatch. It's, it's pretty heavy duty, to be honest. I don't know why it's so heavy duty. I think it's like a military one, but it's so good. And um, I'm quite, I'm quite hashy with certain things, so I, I don't really tend to keep massively good care of my technologies, technologies, <laughs> of my devices, and it's really bad, bad, but I'm not, like, actively, I don't actively not look after them, I'm just, I'm, I'm a very quick mover, and I do things really quickly, so when I might sometimes have, like, scratches on things and stuff, <laughs> I actually just sold my other one for literally four pound, like, <laughs> being a student this is this is what being a student is like I literally sold it for four pound I won one of those like um television no uh 
on the online things you sell electronics. I was like, might as well get £4 for it. It's just sitting in the cupboard. <laughs> so, yeah, but I have a, a Garmin now and it's really good. I really like it. It's purple and, yeah, it tracks so many things. It's It tracks my... It's actually, it gets charged by the sun, very fancy. Um, it, char- it charges... Yeah, it's super cool, but to be honest, it never really gets enough sun for it to charge properly. Um, it also does blood oxygen, um, also does heart rate, obviously. It does steps, incline, calories, what else does it do? It's connected to my phone, it's got like events, it's got loads of stuff. I also have like a little thing in the corner of it which shows the moon phase and that's so cool to me by the way happy full moon day today's a full moon so do some journaling today and um do some let some things go write some write down some things that you want to let go of and that you want to have an abundance over the next month and you can burn it or you can just write it down and it's super nice a super nice thing to do on the full moon Um, But make sure you reflect today on the things you don't want and the things that you do want. But anyway, getting off topic. So there's so many different types of of smartwatches. You probably have one. I would like to know if you do or not. Is it useful to know these figures? This is what we've got to ask. Is it useful to know your heart rate, you know, your calories, all this type of stuff? What is the reason why you have a smartwatch? I mainly have a smartwatch because I like to track my exercise. I also really like to see like my rest and heart rate. And I'm not really too bothered about cal- calories. I never really look at that. Um, like sleep, I really, I really like to see my heart rate and my sleep statistics. I also like to see my exercise statistics because it shows me. So during swimming, it, it shows me like the strokes and um, like how my pace and all that type of stuff, which I like to see. Also, does my my uh, watch also also does stress, which is random. I don't know how they even figure it out, but. I don't really ever get that much stress and I hardly ever get steps which you guys might be quite surprised to hear I mean my exercise is swimming in the gym and yoga so there's not really much steps involved in that and I do love going on walks but I really rarely have that much time to do it I mean we'll probably go on on a few walks um every couple weeks um but I do so much exercise as well that walking sometimes is just not on the cards and but I really love it I really love walking and I wish I had more time for it but uh, yeah but I know a lot of you guys probably go with the 10,000 steps and it's a really good goal to goal to have and that's one of the things that I want to talk about is it's useful for many people you know you can't it's pretty impossible to track your steps without some sort of smartwatch or pedometer so to be able to track the steps that you're doing you need a smartwatch and I think that is a large majority of people that have a smartwatch for that reason I know a lot of kind of middle-aged women really care about the steps they do in a day and it's a nice goal for them to have and it is a really good goal to have to, to do 10,000 steps a day it is really good because you're ensuring you're getting quite a lot of activity in the day so I really like the goal of 10,000 steps. I think it's really good. And if it's manageable for you, then 100% go for that because it's it's really good to, to get moving throughout the day. So that's one of the benefits I think of about smartwatches is that it's really good to track steps and there's not really a way to do it without that. It's also really good to monitor well-being, especially if you have health problems or if you have some sort of heart rhythm or you're tracking your 
overall rest and heart rate, your overall heart rate in general, if you want to check your sleep, the different stages of sleep, it is really beneficial for stuff like that to be able to monitor that over a long period of time and it's also really good to be able to have a record of your health over a long period of time as well and probably now if people you wear, you know, you wear a smartwatch, you might have a lot of health data over a long period of time and this might really help with nutritionists, PTs, doctors in assessing your well-being and seeing your health over a long period of time. I know some people that have heart problems, they get like a type of tracking device and they get given that for two days and it tracks their heart rate and they can see then if you have, you know, a heart rate, a heart rate, a heart problem. And that is one way that an actual GP does uh, screening for certain things. So it's also really good for that purpose and that we can see over a long period of time how your health is, has gone. But again, you know, if your your heart rate is the best one, I would say I think the heart rate is really good because if you have a, a healthy rest in heart rate, which by the way is anywhere between 60 to 100 if you're an average person, if you're very athletic, under 60 is um, totally normal, don't get worried about that. I would say it really depends on, on who you are as a person, so I'm not going to give a figure on it. But if you are active, it's okay to be under 60. I know my heart rate is well under 60, my rest and heart rate. So please don't worry about that if you are. I know some people do worry about having too low a heart rate if they're very active, so don't worry about that either. But heart rate is really, really good. It's a really good figure to look at, to see the health of your heart, to see how much your heart is beating throughout the day and testing that, the strain on your heart. But of course, it cannot tell everything about your heart by no means at all. There can be other things going on there. So the whole problem with the the smartwatches is that you can't rely on them too much. You can use them as a way to inform your your health data, inform your overall well-being, but it's not really reliable. And I want to talk about accuracy of the smartwatches. So there's some research that suggests certain types of, of smartwatches are more accurate than others. So there's research that to suggest that the Microsoft band, which I've never heard of, by the way, I don't know if you guys have, and Apple watches are the most accurate for energy expenditure. So energy expenditure is just the amount of energy, so calories that you burn throughout the day that you not that you intake because unless you put the food in the the app or whatever they can't tell you that but it's mainly what you expend throughout the day so how much calories you burn throughout the day and I think the smartwatches are relatively accurate at telling you your calories throughout the day how many calories you've burned but they're by no means foolproof and I want to express that because I'm going to talk about calories a little bit and how this might become slightly problematic for many people. I think calories might be the number one that can become quite problematic. But the accuracy of these devices need to be understood, especially those that don't have your heart rate, that don't track your heart rate. There really isn't much to go on there apart from norms. So the normal calorie expenditure. So for women that's around, well the guideline um, for women is around 2,000 calories a day and for men 2,500. Don't get me started on this because it is crazy inaccurate that as well because so many different women burn very very different calories to that. Some women burn 
you know, 1,600 a day and some women burn 3,000 plus a day. So it really depends on who you are and what exactly, you know, you are feeling and all the exercise that you're doing and who you are as a human being. So calories is very, very subjective to who you are as an individual. And they're also incredibly hard to calculate, especially from an, an external device that is just strapped to your wrist. So I want you to understand first and foremost that calories from your smartwatch is probably not as accurate as you might imagine. And they are generally a rough estimate over uh, foolproof factual type information. And you can use it as just, you can use it as a general thing, as a general guide to how many calories you've burned. But really, when we're looking at food in numbers, as in the calories, uh, it's really quite detrimental. And I think that there's not really a healthy way of monitoring calories, tracking calories, really concerned about calories. I'm not really sure there's a healthy way to do it. And I think this is mainly because of the discrepancy between food itself and then nutrient quantity and then also the calories that are consumed. So we eat food, right? We don't eat nutrients or calories. We eat food as a whole. And you very rarely ever eat just one ingredient. So what I mean by this, like when you have an apple, yeah, you're just having an apple, but it's not very common that a whole meal is consists of one ingredient. So to be able to understand each dynamic of each ingredient that you consume throughout the day, how that has an effect on your body, so the thermogenetic effect of food, how those things interact with your body, your specific body, along with your exercise, along with your BMR, so the amount of calories you burn, just function. It's a very hard thing to accurately predict from a watch. And, you know, is it problematic to be obsessed over calories? Is it problematic to worry about calories? Is it problematic to look at your calories at the end of the day and adjust your food intake because of that? Is it healthy to have your all your meals for the day, be still hungry and then look at your calories and think on your smartwatch and think, oh, I've not eaten that much today. You know, the calories are quite low. So... Oh gosh, I better not have any more food. Is that healthy? Is that healthy mindset to be controlled by a watch strapped to your wrist? Whereas if you didn't have the watch on, you know, you might not think about calories even for a second. You might not even consider that you might be over the calorie expenditure for that day because you've got no figure attached to your food that you've overall eaten in a day. Plus, you've got to argue that as well. All the ingredients that you consume in a day, how do you know the caloric expenditure? expenditure of these foods how do you know how many calories are in each food that you consumed that day and especially if you've cooked a meal how can you calculate every single amount of calories in each food which by the way the calories in certain foods is a rough is a rough thing as well because they cannot determine the size of the apple that you had or the type of apple that you've had it's all very much guesswork with calories and with energy expenditure and smartwatches and my fitness pal and tracking apps for calories it's all really rough estimates and you will never know the exact amount of calories that you've expended in a day you'll never know that it's not possible unless I cut you open and watched all the processes occur and you know even then it's just not possible so really to get obsessed over calories on a smartwatch is quite 
dangerous and I think I don't know, I have to argue whether or not it can be healthy for anyone to really be concerned about calories and you know you do get drawn into it because you know sometimes maybe if you had a day where you've been sitting most of the day or you've been working most of the day and you haven't exercised or you've not been for a walk or you know you've not done much yes you're going to burn less calories but the chances are you might not feel less hungry than a day where you're very active so it also depends on that as well your appetite and how hungry you are how you feel in a day I know that personally when I don't exercise my hunger I wouldn't say changes very much I mean when I've exercised and I've been to the pool and I come home I'm like really hungry and I want to eat I don't really get that when I haven't exercised in a day but I don't really feel as though my intake of food drastically changes and it might do I might just not be aware of it but I don't really see that is a massive difference so I don't know if any of you guys feel the same if when you exercise you feel really hungry and when you don't exercise you don't feel hungry at all it's very subjective again so to be able to accurately predict the calories that you're consuming every day and also accurately predict everything else it's just it's crazy and it's the amount of guesswork that you need to be able to understand the calories that you're consuming the calories that you're burning and that impact that it's having on your body is absolutely impossible. So this is probably why calories are the most dangerous statistic to get involved with from a smartwatch. And I think you really got to argue, really got to, you know, understand how that impacts you. You know, how is that impacting your relationship with food, your relationship with self? Is it the smartwatch that is driving that? Is it the numbers, is it the figure that's surrounding the calories and the food that is driving the need to cut back or is it other things? You know, I think especially for people that have disordered eating already, smartwatches can be quite problematic and the calories on there can cause some distress and can cause some, you know, indication of issues and feeling not right about the calories or the food that you've consumed. And I think that can be a little bit problematic. And I think a smartwatch can become a little bit of a sense of control as well, which is, you know, you don't want that either. So I think we really have to evaluate the relationship that we have by ourselves with the smartwatches. And yeah, like you might think, Mary, it's just a smartwatch. Like, come on, it's no big deal. But really, if you think about it, it's data that's always there, right there, the touch of you know, moving your arm up to have a look, to see the data that's always constantly reminding you, oh, I've not burnt that many calories, I won't have that, I won't eat that, I won't have, I'll have less at lunch, you know, and that is eating disorder mentality and we don't want to be perpetrating that at all through fitness apps or through fitness tracking or smartwatches. So I think only you can answer the question on whether or not you have a healthy relationship with your smartwatch and I think it should be something we should all evaluate if you have a smartwatch because you know sometimes it's something you know I have to evaluate like I'll go a few days and I'll be like oh I've not looked at my heart rate or my sleep or my sleep tracking like I wonder how that's getting on like oh I've I've let me look at like the calories that I burnt yesterday or you know very rarely I think that but you know so you can kind of get caught up in it and you can kind of think like oh you know, I feel I feel a bit bloated today. Did I eat too much yesterday? You know, so it's like a little bit, and you have those 
data right there available for you so you can see if you ate too much in your, I did in quotation marks there, if you ate too much according to your scale. So it can be quite problematic and I think for women as well it can be a risky slope but it really is dependent on you and how you are feeling towards the smartwatch, towards the way it impacts your health. And there's also argument that you know smartwatches are smartwatches there's something that you wear all the time it's something that you've always got on and it's also technology and it also submits a bluetooth signal um, to your phone and there is a lot of research to suggest that bluetooth and the emts i think it's what's called that gets transmitted from technology is bad for our well-being and i mean it is true but then again we live in a digital society that, you know, there's only so much we can control. And I like my smartwatch. I like wearing it. And I like seeing the statistics from my exercise, from my heart rate, from my sleep and all of that. And that's something that I, you know, enjoy. And I think sometimes you have to realise as, as well, not everything is perfectly healthy all the time. Not everything is exactly how it should be for your health because one the water quality now is way worse than it was uh, a thousand years ago the food quality is way worse than it was a thousand years ago because of pesticides and herbicides and all of that we've also got air pollution because of the cars because of planes because of everything all the pollution that exists and there's nothing that we can do about that because it's simply not something that we can control as one person we cannot change the whole of the world and the whole society and yes if you or I existed thousands of years ago we might be way healthier than we are now simply because of the technology because of the air pollution because of all these things but we can't control these things and I want you to understand as well that to get so caught up and obsessed with every little detail of your well-being is a disordered way of thinking and there's some Sometimes we can't do anything about certain things. Sometimes we can't control everything. And I definitely have to remind myself of that all the time. You know, I've always got to think, you know, you can't do everything. You can't all the time be perfect. And that is something we always have to remind ourselves and be cautious of. But really, I want you to, if you do have a smartwatch, you've had a smartwatch for a long time, evaluate your relationship with a smartwatch. If you think it might be problematic, take a break from it. You know, take it off and see... If that makes you feel better, if that if you feel driven to it, just evaluate your relationship with it because I think it's good to reflect on certain things of your life that have been there for a while or that might be causing problems that you're not aware of. So have a reflect and, and summarise, you know, how you're feeling about these types of things because I think it will benefit you. I know it's certainly something that I've done right now talking about this podcast. So I really hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I really hope this was a good um, topic. Um, I really like talking about this type of thing, discussing this type of thing, debating it with everyone. It's really, really fun. Also, remember that it's a full moon today and do some reflections and... um, progression on yourself and you do a little bit of journaling if you want and some remember to look at them in tonight because it'll be beautiful so yeah i really hope you guys enjoy the podcast and i will speak to you all next week if you don't know i'm talking about with the moon stuff i will link the podcast about the moons below it's really interesting so thank you guys so much for listening and i'll see you all next week bye